Welcome to Pontuna Miners Off-Road, your home for all the latest club news and views. I'm Paul. I'm Laura. And I'm Matty. Okay, folks, welcome back to Pontuna Miners Off-Road. I am delighted to be joined this evening by not one, not two, not three, but yes, four guests. Uh, Laura and Matty, good evening to you. Good evening, Paul. Evening, Laura. All right. Yeah. Um, good, good, good. <laughs> Uh, but I'm delighted to say I am joined by husband and wife team, Aaron and Esme Stevenson. Good evening. Evening. Hello, Paul. Hello, How are you? Hello, Matty. Hi, Hello, guys. <laughs> How are you two? Are you all right? I'm okay. How are you today? <laughs> <laughs> Ask me again at the end of the call. <laughs> yeah. okay. two years. That's, that's the most I've ever had in a day so far, is it? Ever. 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 <laughs> well, we've got... We've got quite an unusual episode tonight because what we're going to do is we're going to have a good chat to you two and hopefully the f- five of us. But we're going to we're going to gear it around uh, imagining that our listeners are actually doing some running um, at the moment while they're listening to this because I know some of our our listeners do. So to get into the mood, and we've we've unashamedly taken a bit of a cue from NRC, but we're kind of tailoring it to to our own club and our lovely runners. So we're going to start off before we get into a bit of a chat with um, with a bit of a warm up. So, so Esme, are you are you okay just warming everybody up in terms of getting them to loosen up and do a few little loosening exercises and get our runners on their way, and then we will come back and have a chat. Okay, but I will have to credit Mark Carpenter for the warm up because no doubt if he's sitting listening to this as I talk you through what I do, he will say, "But that's what I told her to do." So well done, Mark Carpenter for it. Um, yeah, you and Mark Carpenter. You know, there's like a three people in this marriage, isn't there? Oh. <laughs> right, you better crack on with the warm up quickly, Esme. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> right, I'm, uh, I'm just going to go away from my god. How many beers have you had? <laughs> Two little cans, 33 centimeters in each one. Okay, I'm right. I'm sprinting to be warm up here. Yeah, so just yeah, nice gentle run for about five minutes. Aaron, I'm sure, can entertain you with some witty jokes. He's got a great one about dinosaurs, which he will tell you now, just to start you on your run. Off you go. Uh, uh, this is one my son told me today. Uh, uh, what do you call a dinosaur fart? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, a blast from the past. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And that's, that's about it. the quality of our jokes okay. whilst we've been yeah. in lockdown. Okay, so so our runners then are are, are loosening up and they're, and they're on their way. Um, what they're doing a steady, just a steady pace. Just, just a steady then, pace, yeah, just warming up, just five minutes. Yeah, just getting the body used to kind of like moving and getting, getting all the those blood parts. circulating to your muscles, getting the oxygen yeah. pumping round. Yeah, no need to go off too fast, is there? No, just warming right. up. Okay, so let's imagine them on their way. So, so you guys... We're in lockdown, aren't we? And it's just been extended for another three weeks. So how are you? How are you guys managing at home? Well, we have separate rooms and you know a, a strict water, <laughs> which we would be. Uh, yeah. I moved back into the house. I was in the tent for two nights. Yeah, I bet you regret asking these questions, Paul. Already. Uh, yeah, I think they've got. I think for those that are listening, we can see them, can't they? They're both sitting with big smiles on their faces. They're not clapping you to them. And Esme hasn't got the <laughs> bottle of wine paused behind Aaron's head. They're about to crumple over the back. Yeah, 
<laughs> no, we're doing all right, Matty. I think uh, I think we're quite lucky that our jobs as school teachers, we've been able to bring our work home and also adapt to the situation quite quickly. Uh, my, my senior management team were quite quick on the mark and set up some like online resources and stuff and yeah. just sort of getting on with it. It's uh, not the kids are engaged and it's quite nice chatting to them via social media and messaging. I've quite enjoyed that, getting a little bit more about them that way and, and they're very appreciative when you sort of send a message back. Uh, it's been good. Uh, yeah. I've only had to go to work a few times um, and I've been delivering food. I've been the minibus driver going around delivering food to, to kids, which I never thought I would be doing. Fantastic. Uh, well done. That's good. I've done that a few times and our kids are doing all right, aren't they? Yeah, they ben, are, aren't they? Benjamin likes to start the day at six o'clock, which oh. is great. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth's much more sociable about half past eight. And he asks the same question every morning, doesn't he? Can I turn the TV? Can I turn the TV? On? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, at least, at least they Spider Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My little boy just runs downstairs and turns it on straight away. But to be honest, yeah. it's his best just to get him out of the way. He's about half past six, so just got to get on with them. I think you know that it's strange for them as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. We had the highlight of the lockdown this week, which was Benjamin's birthday present, which turned up nearly four weeks after his birthday. But he's finally got his Nintendo Switch. So oh, amazing! He is. A very, very happy boy. I bet he is. I <laughs> what bet a time to have it as well. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. They're great machines, those as well. They're great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I've had one go at Mario Kart. That's all I've been allowed. Him and Elizabeth are quite quite eager to keep keep playing, aren't they? Well, it keeps it quiet, though. Been, we've tried to do different things. I made a few little YouTube videos. So we did our garden park run. We've done a garden park where we went camping in the garden. Uh, what else did we do? We, uh, we've bought two ukuleles. Yes. Oh, sweet. I've learned to play a song. I can send you it later. You can try and guess what it is. But it took me <laughs> three days to play 30 seconds of music. And I've become <laughs> the official ukulele teacher of the house. Yeah, I definitely think you've got to sign the podcast off with 30 seconds of ukulele music, Aaron. Oh, I'm not doing now live because I'll crack under the pressure. No, I'll take it right live. <laughs> no, it's all or nothing, mate. I don't even know where they are at the minute, but I'll send you it. I've actually got it on a video as we taped me with my tongue sticking out trying to play the ukulele. Yeah, concentration face. Yeah. And yeah, also, that. we made a. We made a little movie. I, I stuck some magnets on uh, on some figures and controlled them, uh, moved them around as like a set. We made a like a superhero movie for the kids. That was quite good fun. Nice. Yeah. Basically, it's stuff I want to do, and the kids just have to do it. Yeah. Is that, is that <laughs> kids are like rolling their eyes. Yeah, like, Daddy, Daddy, we've got to do some more science stuff. Daddy, we've got to make something. I did have a couple of DIY disasters, didn't I? Yes. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the first one? Well, I think we might have reached the end of our 5K, our five-minute right. run warm-up, have we, Paul? Uh, yeah, let, let's check in with our run and see how everyone's feeling. Hopefully, you should be feeling nice and uh, loose and warmed up now. Um, if you want to be running for about, I don't know, 25 minutes, half an hour from here, we will keep checking in with you and seeing how you're getting on. So, yeah, if you're, if you're wanting to do a, a slightly faster run, um that's fine or if you want to do a slightly slightly steady steady run just settle into your little rhythm and routine and we will come back and join you in a little while um so so have you been guys have you been doing like homeschooling then as well for your kids and how's that been going yeah this the school that they go to has been really good at setting stuff for them to do um so the only problems have been the fact that they both want to be on the computer at the same time so there's be the arguments about whose turn it is. Um, but they're 
quite they've been really good doing their maths doing their english um doing the different activities they've really enjoyed them um but aaron's we had to have a, a conversation with benjamin and say well daddy's a very very good science teacher whoa, 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 what's going on here <laughs> Mm -hmm. But he knows more about primary school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I quite realised that I'm not the head teacher, am I? I'm more like the cleaner <laughs> and the receptionist. And but yeah, I've actually I've learned a few things about nouns and what was the other one? Conjunctions. Conjunctions. I didn't know what they are. I thought that was just something when you got to a motorway. Yeah. And, was, and uh, that's I've enjoyed that. And what I don't know about volcanoes now is I'll tell you what is not worth writing down. Mm -hmm. What I mean, Benjamin, Benjamin and I, using the correct English as me, no. we, we, we know our topic, we know our topic about volcanoes and rock structure, we're, we're, we're locked down with that one. Good stuff, so, sounds like you're learning a lot, a lot yourself. Aaron. Yeah, the, the garden is looking very tidy, isn't it? <laughs> Have you got any tips for some of our parents out there who might be struggling with homeschooling, or is it just I, like... I, I think you just got to remember, you're, you're just a parent and don't worry about it. Yeah. Mm. I thought you were going to say you. reintroduce the cane there. Yeah, not yet, but then, you know, under the stairs for five minutes, that's where it seems to work. We, but, just, we just have lots of different activities ready, some from school, some that we've just found. And then if they're just being hard work or they don't want to do something, we just swap and give them something else. So that they've got something to do, but not necessarily exactly what you were planning to set them to do. They were playing the garden, we, you know, just I'd just be a dad for five minutes. And I've actually quite enjoyed playing with my kids. I've really enjoyed that. Uh, you did some cooking with Elizabeth. Yeah. I was playing uh, keep your bees. I got to 23, wasn't I? Ooh. Benjamin got to three. So I was quite, oh, he's, he's on the road, isn't he? And uh, played tennis and badminton and yeah. just messing around, really. Mm. I saw a nice place. I saw a nice place from Helen that, that came around and it was saying stuff around that sort of thing, really. If it's hard being a parent and a teacher and a and working all at the same time and you can't actually do them all at the same time and if there comes a point where yeah. you know the kids just don't want to do science and just want to play in the garden then just go play in the garden then you know yeah um, and just try and yeah you know, be a bit well, more it's nice weather out. isn't it paul you know when yeah. it's nice weather, you've got to use it haven't you yeah and, and, and it can be a stressful time for them as well if they're picking it up with this virus thing. It's a bit unusual for everybody. But anyway, enough about that. Enough about that. So running, running and cycling and stuff. What what have we been up to, guys? Because we normally have a bit of a chat, all four or five of us, don't we, when we're on here? So what yeah. what have we what have we been doing? Have we been managing to get out and doing doing the stuff that we like to do? What what's everyone up to? Um. So yesterday, Esme and I both did a hit session online with Tina. Tina ran a little free to access hit over zoom which was really good Brilliant. i mean i say it was really good i struggled and i had a red face throughout the whole thing and i just tried to kind of like lie on the floor below where the camera could see me so that she didn't know i was just lying <laughs> on the floor for some <laughs> but yeah i'll i'll keep that up and just try and build up my strength have you ditched joe wicks then i've not been doing joe wicks you're not i've never been doing joe wicks yeah <laughs> Enjoy them. Yeah, we even did it on Monday without the kids. Oh, well, well done. <laughs> oh, I wasn't going to tell them that, isn't it? <laughs> Matthew, what have you been doing? Uh, I've, well, I think I've spoken about it. We're doing the weekly at the minute these podcasts. I've been on the bike quite a bit because the weather, as Aaron pointed out there before, the weather's been pretty decent. So I've been on the bike. Uh, I went on the bike again yesterday. I've had a day off today um, and I'm going to run in the morning. But just tootling on you know really i'm not i've got there's nothing really to aim for but i just want to get back out there and run a few more 
I want to run a bit longer. I think that's my aim is for the for this week. I'm going to get a couple of longer runs in. Mm-hmm. What about you guys, Aaron? As me, uh, well, I was I was supposed to be finishing off Lands End at Johnny Groats this week, wasn't I? Of course, you were. Yeah. But, uh, my my whole year was scheduled around on my bike. The jog so was it? Yeah, the jog. Yeah, so basically, from we did that race in January, Paul, didn't we? The sort of like uh, half mile and trail one. And that was my last <laughs> and I, that was my last big race, and I just basically stopped running, stopped cycling, uh, and then all that got cancelled. So I've tried to get some running legs this last sort of three weeks, and I've, I have struggled. I must admit, I've found just doing five k hard work. It's only this week where I've actually started to feel a bit more of a runner again. So mm. I, I was a bit gutted about that because I've not even entered different events because it was all land in at Johnny Goats and. So mm. I was a bit down about that, wasn't I, last week, I guess. It was, took me a while to get over that, really. My bike mm. looks amazing at the minute, though. It's all pristine, <laughs> all clean. I've not, went on, I've not went on it. I've been, uh, I, down, I downloaded an app I got for free for a couple of months, Training Peak Cycling app, which sets out different uh, schedules to keep up during the week. And I've just been putting the turbo on and then using me exercise of the day, going out for a run. Mm. And uh, yeah. we took the kids out on their bikes and we ran next to them, which has been good. You did want to do Elizabeth? Yeah, I took Elizabeth out today and we went down and around the lakes near us, which started off with Elizabeth cycling quite slowly next to me. And it ended up after about the first mile of basically me with my hand on Elizabeth's back, pushing her the whole way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the pace was quite slow, but the extra sort of cross-training effort, pushing her up the hills and keeping her moving, yeah. I think balanced it out in the end. But well, exactly. She, That's a- it's she a big talked the whole way round. She loved it, so it was worth it for, for that. You can get a, you can get a bad pack, can't you? Quite easily yeah. doing that. <laughs> very but very good. She came but, home and she was very pleased. She'd done four and a half miles because she's only done about two before. Yeah, yeah both are, wow. our, our kids. Like Benjamin's part of a, a bike club. I know there's a few other people in the club take their kids as well. They're Phoenix Bike Club on Saturdays, and he just wants to go on his bike a lot. And it's quite hard trying to see you can't go for an hour or whatever on your bike we're just trying to make it a bit more fun and mm. just keep it going haven't we so so they sort of forget about the lockdown in a way haven't they and just spend time with the, the parents yeah mm. <laughs> yeah I bet that's great I bet that's great <laughs> spend time with us <laughs> what have you been well, to Paul? Uh, I've had a rest day today uh, and then again a bit like you Matty I've, I've been going out but not really doing anything really long I went up, I did the Medbin loop, having said that, I did do the Medbin loop, which was the longest run I've run for a long time, but I've been struggling really to get beyond about 10 or 12k, really. Mm. Um, so, yeah, just round the doors though, just keeping it local. Um, Medbin was the furthest away from the house that I'd been, so I was just been on the estate, just running around, really, not doing anything speedy. I was going to do a bit of a speed thing tonight, but I just felt I'd been out pretty much every day for quite a few days so I thought I'd just have a rest and, uh, we've got a bit of a uh, Pontyland slash Chapel House Chapel Park group haven't we and that's all yeah. Paul and Helen and Adam yeah. and Heidi and Mark Warwick and yeah. Fiona and Paul and Wayne there's a few of them we've done like uh, 5k runs and we've all mapped each other's 5k run we're trying to get personal bests on them yeah so that's it's in, it's in his early days but it was Paul's idea and he's yeah. sort of and it is, it is working. It is getting you out to make me go in different places. There's ones yeah. I haven't done for ages that I've went down paths I've not done for two years. Because sometimes you just get stuck in yeah. the regular ones, don't you? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That has been good. I discovered a brand new 
well, it's not a new nature reserve. It's been there for ages, but a nature reserve that I never even knew existed the other day. And I went and there was like baby deer running around and butterflies everywhere. It was incredible. Is so this I've... when you had a fever and you were imagining all these babies? This was after the fever. a Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Could you not stand up on the ice? Was that, have, was was it Havana? Right. Mm -hmm. Havana, yeah. Havana yeah. Hills Nature Reserve. Very nice. <laughs> but there's a few of you in Kingston Park, isn't there? And there's a, there's a few over in um, Gosforth now as well, with um, sort of Abbey and Bordoni's over there for a little while now. And yeah. um, uh, Chris, Chris Kenyon kind of lives in over that way as well. So, yeah, there's a few clusters around. It's good, it's good that everyone's still getting out there and keeping in touch. So what's this um, uh, quiz as well that you're getting, they're getting organised? Is it next week or have you not got a date for it yet? You're still sort of planning it? We're hoping it'll be next week. We haven't planned anything, have we yet, Esme? Right. <laughs> no, but that, you know, maybe we'll have to put the commitment in now and commit to that date yeah. and say we will do it for next Wednesday. We're hoping to get um, maybe three rounds organised. I'll do a round, Laura's going to do a round and then we're going to press gang or politely ask somebody else to do third round for us and it will right. just be an open invite um to join in and hopefully enjoy and have a bit of fun yeah, yeah. are you doing it on like zoom and what you're doing i do not know yet i think the plan is to do it on zoom but we're still finalizing working out yeah. how we're going to do it and testing yeah. to make sure it's going to work oh well, that'd be great i'm sure everyone will, will love that yeah is that is that Sorry, I've missed out on that. Is this is this open to the club? Is it is this going to be a club thing, as me and Laura, that you're going to do for obviously just for a bit of a laugh kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, we'll put it on the um, members only club uh, group on Facebook once we've got the details. Right, cool. That sounds really good. Good fun. Right, yeah, that's good. I've got that now. Sorry, Kiria. How do you think our runners are getting on? They've been going now about. 15 minutes hopefully you're kind of feeling pretty steady i don't think they'll be that overly inspired at the sprinting are they i think they're probably used to bit just yeah. yeah i wonder who i wonder who's out who do you think might be out in this um, well what, which one of the four of them i don't know <laughs> think about it. definitely well, we didn't require a new listener in victoria last week was it yeah um, yes although by her account, it'll probably be about Christmas by the time she gets around to listening to this one. <laughs> she's so she was catching up. She was catching up. Well, she's got plenty of time on her hands, hasn't she? What this lockdown, everyone can listen. <laughs> uh, maybe Heidi, I think she's listening. Helen, maybe. Yeah. Um, I feel McGregor. like Edward might be in the middle of her intervals, maybe. Oh, I'll tell you who I've seen the last few nights going out is uh, Tim Ossop. God, he's really cracking on. I mean, I'm just like struggling to run a steady pace and he's always just like motoring down when you meet and keep crossing him. And it's like, God, he's going so fast. It's like, oh, my God. Incredible like, runner. Yeah, he is. He is. Brilliant. Just, uh, right. OK, let's, well, well, guys, keep, keep it going. Keep it going. There's, there's a bit more chat to come. So, Leslie, Aaron, how, how, how did you guys meet then? What? Have we, have we met you? Or how did I no, meet you? No, no, no. <laughs> we met each other. How did you meet each other? Oh, we were going to play Mr. and Mrs., weren't we? Should we tell yeah. you the story now, though, how we met? You yeah, go on, then, and then we'll play Mr. and Mrs. Do you want Aaron's version or my version? Or should Which... I start off and you just butt in? <laughs> go well, on, we, uh, I, we're both living in Leeds in a lovely place called Army, not too far from the prison. Yeah, good security and everything. And uh, <laughs> I, we both into whitewater kayaking, and there was a. I wanted to join the new club because uh, like all my friends had sort of moved away a bit. And I was a bit, a bit lonely kayaking, so I went down to the local swim pool where the club was, and I, I met you, denies me. So I went swimming, and then there was Esme dressed up in a 
and netball kit, if I remember. Yeah, I've just finished <laughs> netball training. And, uh, and I thought, hey, because oh, that was your Who's <laughs> 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 this lady? Last I, tried, I, had a, I had a hand over some money, if I remember. Tried to pay the membership, but you tried to diddle the club and not pay enough money. David Levinson, beware, just in case he tries it again. Well, I, thought keep, I thought I'd better try and keep the money in case I had to take you on a date. So uh, eventually, we got you on a date by yourself because we did organise two dates, but our friends came along, didn't they? <laughs> Keeping an eye on you, I reckon, Aaron. Yeah, and I drove, I drove you back from kayaking and wheels, just the two of us in the car, and that's when I, uh, I cracked it, didn't I? I, 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 I won you over. <laughs> I won you over. nowhere else to go. Uh, and I actually don't even think my car had a very good radio at the time, so you just no, had to the, talk. The witty banter. Talk for four hours all the way from wheels, and then I eventually asked you to, to marry me, I guess, didn't I? Yeah. I did. Yeah. There you go. Does that equate to your version, Esme? Um, I've heard worse versions of that story. <laughs> there's, a bit, there's a few bits I have missed off, because I'm just <laughs> conscious of the watershed. And, yeah. Well, uh, well and, and then how did you guys get into like the running side of it then? Because uh, obviously I know I know a bit from you, Aaron, that you, that you, that you were doing whitewater rafting quite seriously, weren't you, and, and the canoeing and stuff? Yeah, I was doing a lot of canoeing and playing yeah. football as well. And I, I was playing football to a, I wouldn't say a brilliant stand, but it was decent for a Saturday, Sunday team. And we were doing quite well. We got to like semi-finals and finals and that. And I was enjoying it. And what happened is I was getting older. I started dropping further and further down the pitch. I ended up playing like sweeper and goalkeeper at times. And I, I must admit, I think I was the best foot, foot career football I've ever had, really. And it was great. And then I smashed my knee up playing football. Yeah. Uh, tore my ligaments and my right knee. Ouch. And uh, it took me a while to get over it. And just before that, though, we, when we got together, you went to Borneo, didn't you? And I got a bit bored. So I thought I'll try and get into the Great North, uh, the London Marathon, and I got in first time. I was like, "Oh, okay then." So I started doing some training, didn't I? And uh, I did the London Marathon just before you came home, and then uh, I'd been. Then we got married, and then I had to go and have like rehab on my knee and everything. And, and uh, four years later, I was able to start running again, wasn't I? Yeah. Was it four years? I took a long time, didn't it? What year did you do London, Aaron? Uh, 2009. Because mm-hmm. I don't think when we got married. <laughs> 2009. Yeah. 2009, it was the last, uh, is it, uh, Flora, Flora used to sponsor. Flora, yeah. It was the last Flora, it was a red hot day, I went down on the bus, because I couldn't get a train ticket, I stayed at my mate's house, slept on his sofa, got up, um, got on the train with them, instantly lost everyone, because it was just madness, got there by myself and put my bag on, and then the sun came out, and then just got on with it, and I must admit, I thoroughly enjoyed it, I had my old Casio watch on. And I just tried to keep everything at eight, eight minutes, 30 minutes, nine minute miles and just keep ticking them off in my head. And I, well, great, loved it. Absolutely wow. loved it. Felt great until the last mile when a guy wear, wearing a wedding dress tried to take me on the last mile. As a <laughs> competitive hour, I'm not having that. You know what I mean? And we both sprinting in, chasing this guy in a wedding dress down the Royal Mile. And I, yeah, I, I got him. I had him. I dipped. But, uh, and I did, and, uh, was it three... 56 for my first match. I was quite happy with that. Yeah, that's brilliant. Great. Uh, yeah. London is the best, isn't it? That's, oh, it was amazing. Ridiculous. Because it was in the, before they had the Olympics, and I could see why they were getting the Olympics because the support down there was unbelievable. The noise and everyone shouting your name. And the only quiet bit was when you went under that tunnel. And yeah. it was very, that was low. That was quite a strange noise. And then you came back out, just hit you this wall of noise. Mm. And then you see Buckingham Palace, and just before you see Buckingham Palace, they sort of see Big Pe- Big Ben's Tower, is it Elizabeth Tower? Yeah. And you just turn right, and my friend said it's a mile to go, and the noise 
and the sunny day and everything. And it was very overwhelming. And then I finished, and there was no one there to greet me apart from my sister. And I didn't know she was coming. And she just appeared. You know, my sister Kate. And I was just like, oh, hello, Kate. And she came and sat with me. And we had about a beer and a pizza. And then I had to run for the bus, <laughs> jump back in the bus, and get back to Leeds. And, and years later, I joined the running club. And it was my running club, Esme, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, but you joined my previous oh, yeah. club first. Yeah, so I, I used to, you know, when I used to come training on a Wednesday night, didn't I? I do remember, remember those days. days. Yeah, and yeah, what yeah. Happened, Esme? <laughs> so where was Esme? Esme, were you with another club then? I um, started running when I was down in Leeds in the two thousands, yeah. quite a while ago. Um, yeah. Through the gym that I used to go to, and they formed a running club there. Right. Um, and actually, it was run by a guy called Tom Williams. And some of you who are Park Run fans might recognise his name because he's the C, uh, he's chief operating officer or something like that of Park Run UK. And oh, he okay. formed the running club at the gym that I used to go to. So I used to train with him and he got me into running. Um, so I did Leeds Half Marathon. I did New York Marathon back then, back in 2006. Brilliant. And then... From then, had the sort of standard tail, running, injured, couldn't run as much as I wanted to, so started doing triathlons, which is when I joined a triathlon club, which is the one that Aaron joined, my yeah. club. <laughs> They're yeah. down in Leeds. Right. Um, and then after the children, it kind of tailed off after Benjamin was born. I did a few triathlons, not very much. And then it was only when we moved up here and that... Aaron convinced me to come along to Ponceyland Runners. Yeah, because it was such a friendly club. And yeah. I said, you know, we both, even though I moved back up north after 20 years and I still had school friends, you know, 20 years is a long time, you know, and, and it, you find out that you don't always see each other like you did when you were sort of 16, 15. So we're basically a bit need some friends, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, we Googled running clubs and put our postcode in and it came up with uh, Ponceyland and Time so we had the choice and of Ponteyland and Elzig, really. Elzig, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we, uh, we picked a smaller club, didn't we? Yeah. And I don't, don't think we've ever regretted it. Never regretted it. Good, very good. Well, I mean, Is that the right great. thing to say, Paul? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> the right thing to say. But I mean, it's, the club's growing massively, isn't it? I mean, I've only been with the club probably maybe seven or eight years. And when I joined, there was probably about 30 people or something. I don't know, but did you join before then? Did you join them like 2010 or something? Yeah, about uh, how long would be here? 16, 17, 15, 16. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we joined about the same time, didn't we, Paul? I think we talked about this before. I think we were very similar. I think as about, I think as about 20, the end of 2011. I think I joined. Mm. I think I can't even remember now. Yeah. Even though I, I think both of us enjoyed one. I never thought I'd be doing cross countries and stuff like that again. That's that's the madness of joining a running club. It Being is really it is. across country. <laughs> it's just before yeah, you know it, all of a sudden you're putting on a pair of spikes and running up a hill. You think, what am I doing? You know, I'm in my forties. What am I doing this yeah. for? It's yeah. brilliant though. I think yeah, the cross, it is. The cross country is the, is the pinnacle of the running club. I think we've sort of said this before. You sometimes hear other people shouting at each other running around the way that they we shout at each other because you haven't got the beer in the tent or the yeah. or the, or the cakes. There's too many cakes and not enough savoury. <laughs> you know, and everyone's, as you said at Reckington, when everyone's kids were there and there was all those new members who hadn't done cross country before, that was an amazing atmosphere. Mm -hmm. It was. I think that summed our club up really well, didn't it? 
Mm-hmm. It was. It was a good day. That actually, if, if that did you listen to the one with Phil Bell and we talked about that and yeah, said that Reckington yeah, was, 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 yeah. was 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 really good. And I do think that you know, and Nicola Balfour as well, but it brings her kids along. And I just yeah, it is. It's 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 that's the cross country atmosphere is brilliant. And the readers have got that as well. It's a real shame to miss Good Friday, which is obviously last week. Yeah. And, Okay, so we're going to have a bit of fun now. I'm going to play Mr. and Mrs. Right, so the first question, Laura, you, you came up with all these questions, didn't you? So do you want to be the quiz master on the Mr. and Mrs.? I would love to be the quiz master. Go Good it. practice for next week. Um, but first... <laughs> yep, just had to do that. Um, <laughs> so, first question... Aaron. Yes, Laura. Esme's Park Run PB. Because oh, it's changed. It's, it's always decreasing rapidly, rapidly in the last three years. Uh, I was going to go 23 minutes, 10 seconds. Is he right, Esme? Not quite that fast. 23.59 okay. at the slightly short Riverside course. Ooh, ooh. The um, icy one, but I did get twenty three fifty nine at the Pontyland five k. Was that the Christmas one? Was the last? Yeah, one and that is we? definitely five k. Yeah, so I have got twenty three fifty nine, but the official one is on a sl- so just just to repeat my answer, Laura twenty three fifty nine. Yeah. Esme, what's Aaron's Parker and PB? His is going to be around 20 minutes I'm trying to remember whether he's got under 20 minutes or not and I'm looking at his face and seeing if he gives away any clues and he's not although Matty is nodding fiercely so I'm going to go for under 20 minutes <laughs> but it, I think he's maybe only got under 20 minutes once or twice so is now <laughs> I'm now getting seriously dirty looks um, maybe 19 just under 1955 or something I, I, I'm not, it's not me to give you the answer, it's Laura's question. Does Laura know the answer? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, the answer is, uh, okay. Aaron, is that uh, right? 1945, I think, so we've passed this. There you go. I got that with uh, the boys at uh, the town where, and I think I equaled it again. I just not quite got that input in. So I've to... You keep doing hilly park runs, which is mm. why you're not there. Otherwise, I'm sure you'd have got it loads and loads Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Oh, well said, as me. Yeah. <laughs> Is Esme's proudest sporting achievement? Oh, hey, that, uh, of all of them, just the one, one proud. I think, I think last last year really when she she did everything last year, marathon, half marathon, she just PB'd and everything. I couldn't, I couldn't stop you, could we? And I think the biggest thing last year must have been the the marathon down in York, where you got under was it under four hours or no. four and a half, wasn't it? Four, 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 eleven. Four, eleven. See how I got that. She, she got the PB by twenty odd minutes or something, wasn't it? And I think the, the, when you come back, you can always, you know what it's like. You know when you, someone comes back and haven't quite m- m- met their goals, sometimes you can be a bit disappointed. But as we came skipping in the house, you know, and her and Heidi had a great journey back home. Both of them and everyone there had a great time. 
and I think that summed your year up really, smashing a PB last year on the, on the marathon. What marathon That's, PB has me? I did 4.11 at your well done. last Bloody year. Hell. I'm not sure I was quite skiffing when I got back to the house, having done <laughs> um, But we certainly drank Prosecco on the train on the way home, so we were very happy by the time we got home. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your proudest sporting achievement, Esme? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I got, like Aaron said, I did get PBs in every distance last year, so I was really pleased with the year overall. I was just amazed. Um, but a double... PB but also managed to get myself on the Ponteland club records page which was an extra bonus from getting that marathon PB. Well done. That is a real achievement. So what would you say Aaron's proudest sporting achievement is? Oh well this last year it's probably going to be his ultras that he did last year but I'm not sure I'm looking at his face again and he's not giving anything (laughs) away. Just thinking about 13 hours with Andy Hutchinson, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. 13 hours with Andy Hutchinson, how many hours with Mark Warwick? Uh, I think we did a seven and a bit. Seven there you go. Yeah, I, yeah the, the ultras last year were great, absolutely brilliant. It, I know I've talked about this before, but you go somewhere in your head when you do an ultra, and, and I know a lot of people from the club, unfortunately their plans may have changed because they want to do the wall and that, but there's always another time for that, and those who have done it know what I mean when you go past 26 miles and you're sometimes you're only halfway there and, and then you just keep grinding them out and it gets this just you know when you're just running you forget you're running you go somewhere in your head it just yeah. becomes like you're floating through the air and it, it it's very strange to sort of explain but yeah that and also the Steelman I think so that that's the top three the ultras and the Steelman last year that was an amazing day and good company on the bus on my little van on the way yeah. home. <laughs> We had a good day, didn't we? It was good fun. Yeah, yeah it was a good day. It was a the Steelman's a great event, and obviously it hasn't been cancelled yet, But um, and there's a really big crowd booked in for it this year as well, which would yeah. be a real shame if it is going to be cancelled, but I can't see it going ahead. But, you know, uh, I think for next year, everyone should put themselves down for the Steelman again, with it being the price it is, how close it is for here. It's a, quite a, it's a nice route, a lovely lake to swim in. And it's also like, imagine if our club held a triathlon to that standard, you know, like yeah. that distance, I should say. That's yeah. basically how it feels, like our club's running it. It's like just yeah. a club running it, isn't it? It is. Uh, also, when you do part one, getting under 22 minutes, that was a, that was immense. That was my fourth best thing of the year. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even win. Sporting <laughs> achievement. Um, question number three. Aaron, what is Esme's guilty pleasure? Oh, well... Hey, there's so many. Um, Don't say Mark Carpenter. She does like Maltesers quite a lot. I find packets of Maltesers stashed around the houses all over the place. You know, it could be, it could be worse. You could like um, chocolate and marshmallows and nuts, but that would be a, a rocky road, wouldn't it? But, uh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. I've got a few other jokes about chocolates, but no one laughs. They're just... Snicker. You know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Maltesers, I think yeah, I find them stashed everywhere. And I just have to pretend I don't find them and just leave them. <laughs> I think that's your guilty pleasure on a, on a family show. Is he <laughs> right, Um, I don't really know. I will explain why I do hide the Maltesers. Is that if Aaron does know that they're there and for open eating, they will have disappeared in one breath. No, no, come on, Esme. Let's not do that. <laughs> Um, I don't. I don't know what my guilty pleasure is. I would have thought Aaron was going to say watching Neighbours and Home and Away. Yeah, but... I do like to have a binge watch of those every so often and just 
chill with the Australians drama? Well, it makes our lives seem so much better. I'd like to change my answer. It's a, it's MasterChef Australian oh, version. Yeah. Yes. It goes on forever. It doesn't stop. It just, it just keeps <laughs> going continuous. on and on. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I, I come downstairs and she's just watching people cooking all these amazing food. And then I go and watch what we have for tea. And I think that's having no impact. <laughs> but we did have a Granger Market delivery this week, or was it last week, which has made us really crack out the cookbooks, and I've quite enjoyed it actually. I mean, that's been good. But yeah, I'll like, change my answer to Master Chef Australian version, which is like the it's like the Apprentice, Top Gear, and Master Chef all rolled into one. I recommend it. It's my guilty pleasure. Yeah, what is what is Aaron's guilty pleasure, Esme? Um, apart from his ability to hoover up chocolate in like two <laughs> mouthfuls, a giant galaxy bar will disappear. Um, it's difficult. I would possibly say it's his strange choice in movies when I've been away or out, and I get an email through to say that he's watched <laughs> The Meg, oh, another right, yeah. dodgy similar movie. <laughs> I think that's that's what I'm going to say. Well, yeah, idea yeah, what it is. yeah, out so often, you know, all the time. That sometimes I right. find myself alone. And have to try and find something on TV to watch. You know, I've just been kicked under the table. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, right. then yeah, I do like a bit of an action movie. Or I've caught up on Marvel during the lockdown. I've caught up on all those movies. And we, Paul, we've been chatting about this. We've watched a few sporting movies, haven't we? Have, we watched one last night. Was it McFarlane about uh, an American PE teacher who basically couldn't get a job and he went down to work in the backwaters of California teaching loads of Mexicans. They realised they could run really fast, and they end up winning the state cross country. And it's an amazing movie. I recommend that McFarland. That's a good one. Okay, we have been watching some movies. I've been watching. I watched one last night called Three Thousand One Hundred Miles, and it's is that uh, your commutes to work. Is it? Yeah, it's a crazy. It's the. It's a crazy race in uh, in New York, and you run around a block in New York. Um, you've got about. 46 or 50 days to run 3,100 miles and the route is literally around this block and you run for like yeah yeah it's insane you run for like 16 hours each day and then you can rest and then and then you you run around about clockwise one day and then you rest and then the next day when you get out to run you run the same block but anti-clockwise so every other day you just keep changing direction every day and you have to cover 3,100 miles it got, actually, it's, it's, it's quite a good film. It's more like um, bringing in some of the spiritual side to 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 life and running and into running. Um, a bit like what you were saying with the ultras and your head goes somewhere else. I think some of these people that do it, you know, they, they, they're, they're meditating or thinking yeah. spiritually while they're doing the race. So it's quite interesting. It's, it's wow. completely bizarre, but um, worth, worth a watch. Yeah, we watched the uh, Skid Row Marathon. That was a yeah, good one. That was a good and, uh, one. We also have uh, been watching some um, documentaries on the Welsh Dragonback, which is like a five-day ultra event. Starting is that the one with Vassar North... um, uh, Alexander? Yeah, it? there's a few. There's, there's one on him. There's also a few others that have been made as well in different years. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, it has people in their 60s finishing and people in their 20s failing. So it just shows you that if you, you know, sometimes... You have your every horse has its day, and if you put the miles in and do the training, and you're lucky, you can get through it. But the guys who want it, they want to watch. Amazon Prime. There seems to be quite a lot of movies on uh, Amazon Prime um, on running. It seems to be a good source. I saw another one the other day. It's called A Mile an Hour, and this guy runs one mile in an hour. Can you guys still hear me? 
Yeah, yeah. he did that. Was that a New Zealand guy with a yeah. beard? Yeah, yeah, with a beard. Yeah, and he does jobs in between when he when he's run his hour, um, when he's run his mile, which might only take I don't know ten minutes. He then spends the rest of the hour doing jobs like fixing things. Where's he? It depends where he ends up. Surely, if he's mile end up in the middle of a field, he's got, he's got a pretty lonely fifty minutes, doesn't he? And he's like, well, no, because he keeps running around. He lives in the he lives in the countryside somewhere, so his mile route is like around his farm or whatever. Way. Yeah, he's not he's not short of a bob or two, is he? When you have to yeah, look like it. Look, yes, look, yeah, look quite nice, didn't it? Where he was, anyway. Right. So, final question. Oh, we still and this one's decided. Yeah, we've got one more question. <laughs> this is the decider for who wins it. So, Aaron, what pre-race rituals? Does Esme have pre-race? Well, you, you constantly make sure we have to use the toilet, don't we? <laughs> the toilet, you know, you've got to make sure we're not too far from the toilet all the time, and you check your bag so many times to make sure you've got everything to a point where I bought you a new bag so you could actually put things in different <laughs> pockets so that you could just pack it and knew it was in. So hopefully we'll get out of the house a bit quicker. But uh, that's about it, really. Toilet. Is that right, Esme? <laughs> I think probably anybody who's run with me at any race would say that it's the going to the toilet at, at <laughs> least twice before a race. Um, but to be fair to Aaron, he probably was at a disadvantage on that question because most of the races I've run in the last yeah, year to two years have been with Heidi and not with Aaron. <laughs> so <laughs> she would probably be my better running um, Mr. or Mrs. for that question. <laughs> <laughs> so, Esme, what, is, what rituals does Aaron have? Before. He has to put tape on his knee, which has to be done the day before, so that it's stuck on properly, so it doesn't fall off while he's running. Because if you do it on the same day, it doesn't stick. Um, and he also has to put tape. Am I allowed to say? If you want to, on his nipples, oh. so they don't get any chafage. A special um, tape, yeah. yeah. And then find his special, especially if it's an ultra. We have to, he has to find the socks which have toes. Because they are the most right, yeah. and you don't get blisters. Um, yeah, also, I, I, I take a certain brand of gels and I mix it up only on certain occasions, don't I? Yeah, but that the, the taping yeah. taping of the knee the yeah. day before and the taping of the nipples and the socks. So I'm excessive taping that. is our... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I like a bit of tape. <laughs> <laughs> So if you well, put it on the I day, if you, so if you put it on the day before, then does it does it stick better? Then is that what you're saying? Yeah, so I I, I put it on a certain way on my knee, and I uh, and I just I, I sleep like the dead Paul, right? So I don't move, and uh, when I wake up, it's it's like adhesed to my knee, and it, it stays on for longer. Okay. And it's all it's all in your head a lot. Of this you know you've got to remember a lot of it's in your head. So when you have a routine, you you, you do your routine to make you wake up feeling like you're prepared, don't you? Yeah, yeah. This is what Phil Bell said, wasn't it? Last in the last podcast, I don't know if it was actually if it made the final cut, but it was. Um, he was saying that a lot of these things, or if as long as there's the science that support them, but there's also a lot of science that obviously goes against certain things. But he says that as long as it makes people feel better or feel like it's having an effect, then why poo-poo these things? Yeah. Because it does. You know, it's it's if it's making somebody feel positive, then then just go with it. I used to play basketball, and my coach used to say, you know, if you had a free shot. You had to bounce the ball the same number of times every time because it was that routine of one, yeah. two, three, shoot, and that motion all comes together. And if you bounced it four or five times, it's not the right routine. Chances are you'll miss. Mm -hmm. So it's all about, yeah, exactly. I think you might find that with certain tennis players when they're bouncing the ball about to serve. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the commentators will know how many times like someone's going to bounce the ball and it is the same every time. Yeah, well, that always makes me think of Rafa Nadal's 
pre-serve ritual. Yeah, well, all his little fidgets as well, because he fidgets all the time, doesn't he? And he picks his pants and he yeah, fiddles exactly. with his hair the only, thing, the only thing you've got to be careful of, because you can get your head into too many things that you must do before you do the race. You've got to just make sure that it doesn't become a compulsive sort of disorder when you're on you know, it. Yeah, yeah, you've got to concentrate on on the run or yeah. or the game, the match, haven't you? Not not yeah. concentrate on making sure you bounce the ball, you know, eight times because that's what you're supposed just to. Just yeah. get yourself to the start line, feeling as best as you know. You've got to remember, your training plans never going to go the right way. No one ever has a hundred percent. Just get yourself yeah. to the start line with the less amount of niggles as you can, with a smile on your face, knowing you're wearing the clothing that you've picked, and then you crack on, don't you? We said yeah. that when we went to Berlin, didn't we? Because we, we all had a few yeah. little niggles and we just said, right, look, as long as we get to the start line, then we are, then we are going to finish, you know? So yeah. that's just the mentality that we had, wasn't it? It's a bit yeah. like this. So, Laura, who's won then? Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to ask my fellow co-host. I, I um, gave you my wrong parkrun PB. I actually got 22.59, not 23.59, oh, well, which okay. doesn't change whether Aaron got the question right or wrong. But I've got the answer wrong. So. Well, I think because you got the answer wrong, unfortunately, there's only one winner, and that has to be Aaron Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just like to uh, thank everyone who's present here tonight and I accept this award. <laughs> <laughs> and you win absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that sounds about right, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Hey, hey. How, so how do you think we, our runners are getting on? Well, I don't know. They've probably been going now about probably about. We're probably home, showered, <laughs> had a few, had their meal, and probably breakfast. Should, should we assume that they are literally about five or ten minutes away from finishing up, so you can start to kind of cool so. down, maybe? Yeah. Um, take it easy. Yeah, start to take it easy, maybe. Did you see that Elaine Stroud has posted today in the in the in the group about? cycling um the british cycling or whatever is it the beat i don't know what they are um british cycling whatever it will be have put have said put like guidelines about what to do you know if you don't need to go on your bike don't really go because it don't want to be an extra burden do you to the nhs to ambulance service to and if you if you don't go are those big are those big rides necessary you know really do do lots of shorter loops near the near the house kind of thing and yeah i think you've got to be sensible at the minute haven't we with things like that i think you're right there I think I saw something about how to mend a puncture, wasn't it? Yeah, there was that as well. And because if you I don't know how to do thinking, that, and yeah, yeah, I guess they're thinking if people go out on their bikes and they don't know how to mend a puncture, then yeah, there was a guy out gonna... the other day when I was on my walk, like mending a puncture, and I felt really bad because ordinarily I would have went up to him and helped him out, and then I thought, oh, I can't, so I just stood and went hi <laughs> and walked past him. I felt really what? bad. What's the difference between a well-dressed man and a scuffy bloke on a tricycle? I don't know, Aaron, tell us. A tyre? God. (laughs) Esme, it must be laugh a minute in your house, I tell you. Christ. (laughs) You haven't heard the quality of Benjamin's jokes. (laughs) They can't really worse than his dad's. (laughs) What (laughs) I'm joking, Aaron, don't get upset. Okay, folks, so you are now probably coming up to the end of your run. So well done. You have done it. So ease on up now. I don't know whereabouts you are, whether you've done a loop and you're back home again. Hopefully you are. So thank you for joining us on our um, podcast today. And we hope that we have entertained you during your run. Guys, have you got anything else to finish up with? Any plans for the next when, you, when you're doing your next run, you guys? Anything? Um, might be a bit of a while for me before I'm running because I'm still not fit to do that yet but um lots of walking and hope to see everybody on the quiz next week yeah yeah 
yeah, I think that's a big thing for me now as well. I'm going to gear up for this quiz. I know it might be um, you guys are just testing the water first, aren't you? But I'm going to keep my eye on this because, you know, I've, Aaron and I have a pretty strong record in the club quizzes. So we'll <laughs> keep ourselves going uh, and uh, keep an eye on that. So, yes, club quiz for me as well, Paul. And Esme, and obviously you're, you're one of the organisers. So are you thinking up some questions as well on yourself or are you just sorting it out? No, I'll be doing a, a picture round, I think, oh. if I can oh. get it to work. Okay, guys, thanks ever so much for joining us today. It's been great having you on. Um, I hope everyone's had a, a fun time listening to it. And uh, well, well, we'll end it there. Um, hope you've enjoyed your run, and we shall see you all again next time. So good night then, I guess, everyone. Yeah, I've yeah. locked myself in my bedroom. You were not going to believe this. I'm going to have to try and break out with a credit card. Oh, man. What? Yeah. How have you done that? I think my, the, door's, the door knob has been a little bit temperamental. <laughs> and I've, shut, I've shut the door to shut the kids out. Well, whenever I found my knob to be temperamental in the bedroom, I just give it five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, folks, well, I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next time.